We welcome you to our program tonight. It's a Sunday night. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> it's good to be back, everybody. It's Sunday night. I'm looking forward to the week. Ah, maybe not that much, but hopefully you are, and uh, hopefully you're just wanting to hold on to that weekend a little bit longer. We had a long weekend up here. Uh, big, uh, you know, well, maybe the United States, too. Uh, I guess the Monday's off or the Friday's off. I don't know how you guys do it. But we had the Thursday off here, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that weekend, I just don't want it to go. Oh, not, yet, not just yet. So we're going to, you know, extend it a little bit with a nice little episode of a Sunday classic. Of course, it is a classic now. But back then, I always thought it was a weird show. Never thought it would last this long. But we're talking about Bob's Burgers, ladies and gentlemen. Season one, uh, episode one. What's the name of the episode? Fuck. Let's figure it out. Anyway, season one, episode one. We'll figure out what the name of the episode is, is uh, in a minute here. But uh, go ahead and cue yourselves up. It's not that complicated. I don't even know if it's the pilot. It's just uh, it's just Bob's Burgers. That's going to bug me. i got to find out what it's called. should have prepared better. You never prepare. You can never prepare enough after a four-day weekend. Is it called Human Flesh? No, there's no way. There's no way it's called human flesh. It's called human flesh. It's called human flesh. And it doesn't say pilot or anything. Interesting. It's bold. That's bold. Most uh, most cartoons have it say pilot. So, guys, cue it up. Season 1, Episode 1, Human Flesh. The very first episode of Bob's Burgers. We're starting it up in 3, 2, 1, play. Do, 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 do. There's that burger. Bob's holding in his hand very gently. It's Bob's Burgers right there couple buildings coming in. P-F-E-T-A. Meat is murder. Oh, right next door they have a P-F-E-T-A. <laughs> supposed to be PETA, but it's Pafita. And then there's a funeral home on the left. There's Bob. Looking at himself in the window. Oh, God. I'm just bringing back some good memories back to the high school days. Towards the end of high school. I remember going through my entire high school Sunday nights watching the classics. Like I mentioned before. Family Guy Simpsons. Uh, American Dad came a little later, but still before Bob's Burger. Bob's Burger was really, for me, the last cartoon to enter the late-night spectrum on a Sunday night. Uh, afterwards, I, I I completely disconnected from the Sunday night viewing because I guess other things happened in life, and Sunday wasn't as meaningful as it used to be. But now I'm back. Now I'm back to the Sundays meaning something, and uh just feels good to bring back Bob's Burger after this long weekend. feels good to extend it with a nice show like this. But Bob's Burger, if you guys uh, don't know, is a is a cartoon meant to be for, I guess the, uh, you know, teenager adult humor. It's more, uh, I don't know what to call it, but it's kind of like Family Guy without the, the craziness. It's more, it's more mellow. It has some, some interesting wacky character, not that wacky character, but some interesting characters, and it's it's just kind of a nice show to and. You know, end it off on. Maybe you don't want to really end on a Family Guy. You'll be too hyper before you go to bed. Uh, American Dad, same thing, I would say. Cleveland Show, maybe not as much. Simpsons, uh, uh, Simpsons doesn't really want to, you know, you want to have Simpsons in the prime time. You know, Simpsons with Family Guy now side by side. But Bob's Burger, I remember when it first came out, it was really the last show to play on Global for the Sunday Night Animation series specials, whatever they call it. But every Sunday, you have your... Starting, I believe, around 7 or 8. Somewhere around there, cartoons start playing, and then they end around 10 o'clock. And 
once in a while you'd have Survivor, The Apprentice play, uh, depending on how the seasons were going. Or if there was a finale, then you didn't get any cartoons that night, right? But Bob's Burger was the last show showing on uh, on the animation because usually they gave that spot to the to the newbie on the block. And I, I'll never forget when Bob's Burgers was the newbie on the block. This very specific episode, season one, episode one. And I just remember thinking, you know, they've been bringing in a whole bunch of cartoons lately. Uh, I can't even remember some of the names, but if I go back, if I go back on the old global site, maybe I can find them. But they they were just testing out these cartoons, giving them a little spotlight for uh, a month or two. And I thought, I honestly thought Bob's Burger was the same as any other cartoon. I never thought it would go on. What is it? Nine seasons? 11 seasons? That's insane. Bob's Burger is going on for 11 seasons and still playing today. And there's and they're coming out with a movie. <sighs> I got a you know tip of the hat and a big round of applause for the for the gang there. This is incredible. This is honestly an incredible venture for Bob's Burger. I I think I still have the the biasness the biasness of looking away at a new show back then. You know when which, you know who are you gonna who are you gonna come up to bat with? You got Family Guy, Simpsons, American Dad, Futurama, all these shows, and then you're gonna place yourself in this lineup uh best of luck to you and you know what they did it bob's burgers and they may have surpassed a lot of these shows i know it's got a huge following there's a monopoly game there's probably a whole bunch of other stuff for the for the you know the avid bob's burger fan but i i still to this day don't see myself really getting into it all that much maybe i should maybe i should uh give it another another viewing Oh, I remember this. The health inspectors come in and something wrong with the meat. That's right. And the voice actors. Oh, hang on a sec. Let's start it off first by going to Wikimedia here. Just take a look and see. Bob's Burgers is an American adult animated sitcom created by Lauren Bouchard for the Fox Broadcasting Company. FBC. They don't call themselves that. The series centers on the Belcher family, parents Bob and Linda, and their three children, Tina, Jean, and Louise, who run a hamburger restaurant. The show was conceived... By Bouchard after he developed home movies. Right. Home movies. Hold on a second. Let's just take a look. It's the same home movies. Yes, home movies. You guys don't remember home movies. Kind of like a flash, old school looking flash animation. Uh, looks like somebody drew this on paint. Uh, but I remember that show being pretty funny. Cause, and I had no idea that that was the creator of home movies. Uh, Bob's Burgers is a production by Bento Box Entertainment and 20th Television. Okay. While reviews of the first season were mixed. Okay. I can understand that. But I think it's just because they've been throwing out so many fucking shows at that time. And, the, and people just thought, ah, here comes another one. Here comes another one. But I, I remember I remember it being a safe show. I remember watching it and enjoying it. And, uh, but I honestly never, ever, ever thought. I would have said, if, you, if I had to bet, I think I would have said maybe a two seasons or three seasons tops. Eleven seasons? God. Like I said, big round of applause. Oh, let's see here. Feedback for subsequent seasons has been much more positive, so they improved. The series premiere, Human Flesh, drew 9.39 million viewers, making it the highest-rated series premiere of the season and finishing ninth in the ratings for the week it aired. Reruns began airing on Cartoon Network's late-night program, Adult Swim, TBS 2016. Okay. Comic book series based on a show published by Dynamite Entertainment. Oh, Dynamite, huh. Began in September 2014. A soundtrack album was released on Sub Pop Records on May 12, 2017, with a second volume announced on June 8, 2021. Really? See? They're doing so much with the show. 
Incredible. I was just reading something a little bit earlier about Bob's Burger. Apparently they had four four kids. Could that be? The series initial look at the characters included discontinued character Daniel Belcher. Uh, the first season look at the characters including Tina Belcher, Belcher, who replaced Daniel Belcher. So the older sister was actually supposed to be an older brother called Daniel Belcher, and they scrapped the character. And if you look at the concept art for the first, you know, the before they, they ran the show, uh, Bob kind of looks a little bit more Italian. He, uh, you know, he's wearing a wife beater shirt, and the kids look look a little more more fucked up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they don't look refined. Let's. They just don't look as refined. They kind of look a little bit more like home movies. Either way, I think it would have been good. But before the show aired, the team created a proof of concepts for Fox. So Fox uh, Broadcasting Company knew what to expect if they bought the show. Bouchard, who was living in, in the Mission District of San Francisco at the time, hired some local artists to work on the pilot. These included Jay Howell, the character design, and Siren Norris, the background designer. The test animation featured Bob forgetting about his and Linda's wedding anniversary. Oh, I wonder if the pilot is out there. I couldn't find it. I mean, I didn't look very hard, but it, from what I saw, I only found season one, episode one, uh, as the first one. And it's the one I am remembering. Now, I don't know if the animation gets better. I would assume the animation gets somewhat a little bit better. Uh, like any cartoon show, even Family Guy, all those shows, they seem to improve. But the voice actors, like the one voice actor that I can really remember is uh, the little girl. What's her name? Kristen. She's in um, Last Man on Earth. She's the annoying the annoying wife of Tandy. What's her name? Kristen. Christy. Kristen. Ah, it's bugging me. I... I See, I'm drawing a blank. Let's see, what, let's see what her name is. Christian Walsh. Christian Walsh. Let's take a look. Ah, Kristen Schaal. That's right. That's right. Kristen Schaal. She's got a very unique voice. Like, when you hear her voice, there's no mistaking. It's Kristen Schaal. She's a very good actress. Very good voice actor. And the voice of Bob Belcher is H. John Benjamin. I think I've heard him somewhere else. He just got that sarcastic, that sarcastic uh, tone of voice. But get this: the voice of Linda Belcher is a male, John Roberts, and the voice of Tina Belcher is also a male, Dan Mintz. Very cool. And Teddy is Larry Murphy, and Gene Belcher is Eugene Merman. Interesting. They all kind of look a little bit like the characters, even Linda and Tina. <laughs> But, uh, oh, cool. And you see who else? Does Christian Schall do anybody else? I doubt she would do anybody else. Her voice is just too recognizable. Oh, Millie Frock is uh, voiced by Molly Shannon. I've seen her before on SNL. And, oh, regular size Rudy is voiced by Brian Husky. Remember him from Workaholics. Uh, best test in the West. Oh, and Daryl is Aziz Ansari. So they've got some... Nice actors coming in here. Oh, Ollie Pesto is voiced by Sarah Silverman. Very, very cool. Oh, and Laura Silverman, that must be her sister, voices Andy Pesto. So there's Ollie Pesto and Andy Pesto, both voiced by two two gals, including Sarah Silverman. Very cool. Very neat. I'll go back here to the show and see what's going on. So who put the human flesh in there? 
Look at that painting on the wall with the burgers flying. Somebody please tell me, a hardcore fan, please tell me you put a painting up that, like that on your wall. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a Monopoly game for the show. There is a Monopoly game for the Rick and Morty uh, series. I mean, after two seasons, there's a Rick and Morty Monopoly game. They were able to create enough content to make a Monopoly game, but Bob's Burgers? I could see it getting a Monopoly game after ten seasons, maybe. Uh, but... Uh, Nah, who am I kidding? They make Monopoly games for everything. So I don't I don't think it would be that awkward to have a Bob's Burger Monopoly. I wonder which one's Boardwalk. It's probably Bob's Burger, right? If I had to guess. I just don't know about any other part of the show. <laughs> I've probably watched, as far as Bob's Burger goes, maybe, I've probably watched maybe 10 episodes in my, my entire life. And that's just because it played after Family Guy or uh, American Dad, one of the two. And it would have been on Sundays. And I think adult, actually, I think Adult Swim might have seen it on Cartoon Network on the odd occasion. But it's not really a show that I would have stopped and watched. Same thing with Adventure Time. Adventure Time, in my opinion, Adventure Time is probably, should be classified as one of the greatest cartoons. It's so, I don't know how to put it. But when I watch it, I feel, I understand why it's so deep. I, I understand. I feel you, bruh. But the thing is, it's just a little bit childish in the sense that, like, I, I want to enjoy it, but Rick and Morty, the fact that Rick and Morty is out, just kind of, I'd rather watch Rick and Morty, to be honest with you. And I mean, no disrespect to Adventure Time. I think it's, I really do think it's one of the greatest cartoons ever made. Um, I just don't have time to sit and get every detail and every aspect of it and every, uh, you know, every joke, every every character. There's I'm sure there's fucking thousands of characters and um, there's just something about the, the main characters that kind of, I don't, not that it bugs me, but it gets old for me. Like Rick and Morty, those two characters, like if it was just Morty, that's kind of adventure time for me. I, I need a Rick in there. I need somebody to fuck shit up a little bit more and, uh, and make it a little bit more or less uh, mind-numbing. Because adventure time, like I really hate to shit on adventure time. I, I don't want to, but somehow I must. <laughs> but we're watching Bob's Burger. Take a dump in your burger. <laughs> Let's watch Bob Burgers. Four dollars for a beer. That's actually pretty cheap. That's actually pretty, uh, pretty acceptable. Two bucks for a soft drink's pretty standard. Four dollars for a beer. Ah, what am I saying? That's pretty expensive. I'm thinking about, you know, sporting events. If you're going to a stadium, it's like what nine, twelve bucks for a beer. So four bucks at a burger joint. But even then, how much was the burgers? How much are the burgers? I don't press any buttons. I just press that button. Wait, where are they? They're at the morgue. Oh, that's right. Next door is the funeral home. Bring in that meat. <laughs> a side salad for two fifty. <laughs> She's gonna open. There's gonna be a body in there. There it is. <laughs> oh, what a cool angle with the fan like that. No, am I kidding? This is a great show. Adventure Time's a great show, too. Who am I kidding? Actually, you know what? I've probably watched the first three or four seasons of Adventure Time, really enjoying it. But I don't know what it is. I think it's my short attention span, and somehow I, I, need, to have a shock, I need to have shock humor in there. If there's not enough shock humor, I get... Mm, I, I, start, I start feeling the pattern. I start feeling the, the formula of the show and how it's going to go, and it, stop, it stops being enjoyable. I don't know if that happens to you guys, but there's just something about 
you know, when you have characters out there that are just wild cards and you just don't know what's going to happen. I love shows like that. Rick and Morty is one of them. But speaking of Rick and Morty, I mean, I can't, you know, can't always speak highly of it, but I would say seasons one, two, and three, I really enjoyed. Season four, I enjoyed a little less. Uh, it was more, when when I started, I mean, it's still a great show, but what I started hating about it, or not really, you know, what I started disliking about it uh, was the, the fucking marriage problems between, uh, what's his face, Jerry and, and his wife. I, I Maybe for an episode or two, but after a while, it just started getting annoying where he's getting divorced and he's, he's leaving. I was like, ah, oh, come on. Let's get back to Rick burping. Like season one, episode one, Rick burping the fuck out of everything. Uh, that was great. Now, I noticed Rick toned it down a little bit. Maybe it was tough on the voice actor. Maybe they over-exaggerated or was going to get too old. I don't care. But uh, season one, ugh, gold, pure gold. I mean, I could shit on every show I want. If, if you think about it, my favorite show of all time uh, would have to probably be South Park uh, as far as you know comedy, cartoon comedies go. Uh, but season one and two are probably my least favorite. Uh, not counting maybe the last few seasons. that have, they've, they've just gone off the rails. It's not even South Park anymore. But my favorite seasons are you know season four and on, maybe up to season eight or nine. Uh, that's That for me is Golden Age South Park. And, you know, if all, every show has, that, has its ups and downs. And I wonder if it's the same thing for Bob's Burgers, if it's just a solid, solid show all the way around, or if people have their qualms with it and their beef and... You know, things they dislike about it. But who knows? Maybe people still c- keep coming to watch it because there's 11 seasons of it. Hey, the guy, the uh, health inspector right there, kind of looks like Bill Gates. I wonder if that's what they were going for. No, that's not there. <laughs> what did it say? Under investigation. I love how they draw these characters with these long necks, no chins. Like, most, most of the characters have no chins. They just have a line, a straight... Yeah, look at that. Very few people have have chins. <laughs> but now that now that I'm noticing it, after they mentioned home movies, I, I see a lot of the similarities now with the uh, the irregularities with between the characters. Some of the I don't know if it, it's obviously done on purpose, but <laughs> I love that crack came after. That was good. But you know what I'm saying? If you look at the if you look at that group, that crowd of people, and just pause it, and just take a look at the lines, they all have, they're not all perfect. And I and I like that. I can I can really appreciate that. Get down with it. Oh, Sunday night! Don't you just want the weekend to not end? Keep it going forever, but nothing lasts forever, including this episode of Bob's Burgers. Including this episode. It's tough to say goodnight. It's tough stuff to say goodbye after a long weekend. It's easier after, you know, a shorter weekend, you get back into the grind, but after a long weekend of just finally settling down, I don't know about you guys, I like having Fridays off, but something about having Thursdays off and Wednesday nights being a nice Friday night, right? Wake up Thursday morning and then you go, hey, I got three more days of this, and now we're on the last day. (laughs) It's sad to see you go, but there'll be more. Like I said, nothing lasts forever. Oh, it's cool. I For a second, I thought Bob was there were two Bobs. One on the inside and one on the outside. Well, that's the whole metaphor. 
You got to be there for your family, Bob. They're always there for you. Even Christian Shaw with her rabbit ears. Tommy Pesto's Pizzeria. Is that what that said? What a great idea for a show, huh? Let's see. uh... In 2013, TV Guide ranked Bob's Burgers as one of the top 60 greatest cartoons of all time. Well, there you have it, folks. TV Guide. Who remembers TV Guide? Pull up the newspaper. I don't know if that's the same for you guys, but I remember, what was it, the Friday edition or the Thursday edition? They would have a, uh, no, it might have been the Saturday edition. They would have had everything in there. I don't know. Usually the biggest edition of the week. Sunday was the smallest. But you had a TV guide in there, a little mini newspaper with the vari- you know the various shows that were going to play on your local cable network throughout the week. might have been throughout the month, to be honest with you. It might have been a monthly thing. Uh, it might have been a weekly thing. I don't, I don't want to remember. It was so long ago. But I remember pulling it up and just going through YTV, going through Fox, Fox Kids, going through uh, Teletoon, and just kind of just skimming through. And it's funny to sh- to see how how ahead they were. I mean, they planned, they were able to plan an entire schedule programming for a week. Uh, I mean, to sit down there and just say, hey, this is what we're playing and we're sticking with it. Granted, they did change once in a while, I think. Some of the programming wasn't always set in stone. Uh, But one very, very fond memory I have is uh, just checking out the YTV one. Back when, this would have been back, I want to say 2001, back when Lizzie McGuire was on TV uh, on one Saturday morning, ABC's one Saturday morning. And I remember sitting down, it was on, because I would watch Saturday morning cartoons and even the bad shows, I'd just let them run, let them play. I didn't want to miss anything. And I remember having a TV guy skimming through YTV. Lo and behold, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, it said Bumpin' the Night was going to play. And Bumpin' the Night is a show that hadn't played for me probably since 97, 96, or 98, somewhere around there. And I had just done a school project. Oh, that's the end of the show. Hang on, I'll go back to it. This is the end of the episode, guys. We're almost there. Bob is right there with those purple clouds. That's a cool shot. I like the contrast, those clouds and that that moon and that that city and that that sky and the stars. Oh, and those fucking health inspectors with his fucking ultraviolet light. Got to give me one of those. Actually, it's probably best you don't. You don't want to know what's everywhere. It's probably going to freak you out. Just don't even put that thing around your house. (laughs) Kristen Shaw complaining. Great. Perfect, perfect ending. Nice little music. Nice little guitar banjo tune playing at the end with the characters. There's Bob scratching his ass. (laughs) Just nice and innocent, but so many cute moments and and witty little characters. What a great show, huh? I wish I would get into this a little more. But it's tough. There's too much shit to watch out there. That's the end of the episode, guys. But let me get back to what I was saying about Bumpin' the Night. So Bumpin' the Night, yeah, TV Guide. Just skimming through TV Guide, YTV on a 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, and lo and behold, actually, it might have been 7 in the morning. It might have been some weird, weird, I remember it was a weird time. It's either 1 in the morning, 1 in the afternoon, or 7 in the morning. You take your pick, whichever one makes more sense. But uh, to be honest, I think it might have been like a 6 to 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning. And I just remember seeing Bumpin' the Night and going, no, 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 there's no way. There's absolutely no way. Because, I, like I said, I had just done a, a school project. The teacher, this was an English class. And this was, 
you know, in an advanced program, uh, which I didn't really want to be in. My parents put me in there. Uh, so things were a little bit more difficult, more challenging. Uh, you know, coming out of elementary school, you throw a kid into this, and now I got to be serious about school. So the teacher hands out an English assignment. You got to do a project. You got to re- do a really detailed project. You know, some kids are doing like space and, uh, you know, popcorn, the science behind how popcorn pops. And me, I'm just thinking, fuck, I'm not going to be able to pay attention. I'm not going to be able to sit down and write a whole paper on shit I don't care about. So the first thing I thought about is how can I how can I do a project about something that I give a shit about and then I'll be able to sit there and write about it. And uh, I thought about, you know, doing Ninja Turtles. But then I thought about something that I hadn't seen in a while and I was having nostalgia for super hard, oh, super hard back then, was Bump in the Night. Mr. Bumpy, right? You guys remember Mr. Bumpy? Squishington? Uh, voiced by Rob Paulson. I mean, who doesn't remember Bump in the Night? If you guys have ever seen even one episode of Bump in the Night, if I was to show you a, a clip, even a screenshot, you would definitely say, I remember that shit. You know why? Because it's claymation. And claymation does something to your fucking soul. There's something about claymation. And with those characters and those colors and th- those contrasts and what's going on, uh, yeah, that that's almost like a, a dream, like a child's, how did Tim Burton put it? Uh, a childhood garden of nightmares. Something like that. You put it all together, and I think a lot of people can relate to that show. I don't know how, but I just feel it. And so, yeah. So, Bump in the Night was something that was really on my radar, and it's something like I wanted to have an excuse to go to the computer lab and just print shit and and do research on something. So, he, you know, the librarian comes and says, excuse me, school computers are for work only. And I would tell her, listen, man, this is work. This is my... Very dedicated project I have here. I'm doing a little research on Bump of the Night. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh, but now you do. Because I'm going to print a fuck ton of it. <laughs> I remember just printing shitloads and shitloads of pictures. And even scripts and whatnot. Finding anything I could on Bump of the Night. Of course, this is back, oh, I want to say 2002. Yeah, 2002 going into 2003, right around there. Uh, yeah, Bump in the Night. Just remember doing that project. Of course, the teacher was not impressed with, uh, I mean, I thought I did a really good job. I did a very uh, thorough research. I talked about the voice actors. I talked about the creators. I talked about, uh, you know, the the plot, the the setting. But it was definitely an inappropriate topic to pick now I think about it. But I didn't give a shit. I don't think the teacher really gave a shit anyway. She said, listen, we need to keep this kid... um, away from all the other kids. So let him do his shit and uh, and we'll be fine. But at the end of the day, I think I got a D or D plus just for the sake of actually doing work. But the topic was something she really didn't care about. And the best part is, here's the best part. I had to go in front of the class and talk about it. I had to give a little speech and boy, was I excited. I was I excited to tell people about a show no one gave a shit about, but something I fucking overly gave a shit about. And uh, I just remember the expression on the classmates' characters going, uh, is this guy uh, <laughs> is this guy a fucking retard? And I remember going, no, sir. I'm just a dedicated fan, <laughs> just a hardcore fan. And uh, and I, I remember at the end of the uh, presentation, I said, well, now that I've now that I've opened your eyes to the world of bump in the night, maybe now you can go and find yours, something like that, some bullshit. <laughs> but thinking about it now brings back good memories. Ah, Sunday night, just can't let it go. I don't know about you. I don't know if you're already sleeping, but I'm uh, I'm about to hit the hay. We got Monday morning coming up. Hoping to do a little episode this week. See how the time looks. 
see how the scheduling is. And uh, with that, guys, I'm going to have to sail us off to this week. So go ahead and check out the website. That's tunealong.com. Got a bunch of stuff up there. You can find the podcast there. I'm working on the website uh, long and hard. But it's tough. It's tough. I'm learning a lot of the intricacies of web design, which is fun in the at the same time. But uh, also go check out YouTube if you guys want to check out some some other stuff. I'm putting up commercials and bumpers and promos from all our favorite childhood TV shows, stuff that you guys might recognize or you know spark a good memory. And um, yeah, just trying to just trying to send some good vibes to the good people out there in the world, some good love. Um, and yeah, hopefully we see each other soon. I know we will, and uh, we'll leave it at that. So. Go check out YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all that shit. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up and shove that right up your ass. Just like always. And we'll be talking to you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye.